car repair, the nightmare of the Western world. You don't know the difference between the catalytic converter and the powertrain, the carburetor and the camshaft. You've been ripped off endlessly by unscrupulous mechanics who've charged hundreds or thousands of dollars. You're sick of feeling like a complete idiot and you just don't want to take it or pay for it anymore. Well, your life's about to change. Meet Pam Oaks, ASE certified and top-notch auto technician host, shop owner, and author of Car Care for the Clueless, or How to Make Money While Maintaining a Vehicle. She'll answer your questions and teach you how to talk car talk. Get under the hood right now with Pam. Hey, guys, and welcome back to the show. Uh, While you've been busy working and doing soccer mom and dad things and running here and there with your vehicles, I have conjured up another show for you. And this week we're going to talk to ASC certified L1 Jimmy Shoemaker, and we're going to talk about why you don't seem to want to do your maintenance. And we're going to try to get you out of some of these obvious ruts that other people have gotten themselves into. Of course, we're going to have our automotive history lesson This week, something near and dear to everybody's heart is the heater core. Let's keep that interior warm by the heater core, and we're going to tell you how it has evolved to do so. Of course, we're going to have our cheap car care tip. Again, this is going to be from another experience that I've passed on to one of my customers, and they actually uh, gave me some feedback this past week. We're going to have our trouble surface bulletins, and we have our gadget guru back, Peter Sudak. He has another economically priced gadget. No, by the way, I heard from several people, they really, really liked that idea that the the behind-the-ear alarm that uh, took off if your head bobbed below 45 degrees while you're driving. We have our email question of the week. That's coming up. And let's not forget our sponsors, Jasper Engines and Transmissions. Jasper Engines and Transmissions, 100% associate-owned. If you're in need of an engine or a transmission... It's a lot cheaper to replace the part than it is to sell the vehicle. So consider Jasper. We put them in our customers' cars, and I really enjoy the 100,000-mile or three-year warranty nationwide and transferable. And let's not forget Continental Tires. Continental Tires, if you are in need of sneakers, ask for Continental by name. I know I have them on my car. I have them on my mom's car, and you know, if mom's not happy, nobody's happy, and my mom loves her Continental tires. So let's get on with the show and talk to Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Hi, Pam. Hey, you know, we've been talking, and we've seen a lot of this lately, is people need to do the maintenance on their car, and they're putting it off. Oh, that's true. It's becoming more common every day. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with uh, uh, the way vehicles are nowadays. They seem to run a lot longer before they need service, but that's not true. No. No, it's not. And, you know, it's really disturbing is that, you know, we're showing, because we do a lot of show and tell, you know, we're showing the people they got bald tires and brakes that are extremely close to being no more brake pad and the metal plate into the rotor. and Down, down to dangerous, yeah. actually. Yeah, they're not doing it. I don't understand. What do you well, think the well, mindset is out there? Probably a lot of it has to do with the economy. But, you know, a lot of it, people don't realize that by doing uh, the maintenance, they actually save themselves money in the long run. Yeah, they do. We've, uh, here lately, it seems like we have been getting quite a few cars where the engine has damaged, transmissions have been damaged. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, brake systems are uh, uh, a lot more expensive to repair because of the damage that was done from lack of maintenance. That's true. You know, we actually we had one in there where somebody was trying to do the maintenance themselves and they didn't know what they were doing and they mixed the fluids up. Oh, that's that's true. And then you, then you really have a mess and they can really get expensive. So yeah, besides having the maintenance done, it's important to have somebody do the maintenance that's actually certified and knows exactly what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah, I know. Well, a lot of times, a lot of times, uh, garages try to sell maintenance that's really not required, and that's, that's where the consumer really needs to be educated and know what their what their schedule of maintenance is and what their car is required in order to save them uh, time and money on repairs. Yeah, you know, I noticed too is we'll get cars in that they'll sit there and they'll show this grocery list from another shop that had one of those oil change coupons. And I'm wondering if that's scaring people off too. You're thinking, it's very, yeah, it's very possible because it, you know um, people get used to. They think every time I take my car in for for uh, the the general uh, oil service that they're uh, going to try to sell me everything in the book. There again, there again, that's where uh, educated and know what the vehicle requires. And 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 one of the big things is is, is Ask the people that are working on your car, can you show me what you're talking about? Can you can you show me? Let me see what, what you're talking about and what needs to be done. But, yeah, they are doing this. And I just, you know, I'm trying to educate everybody. They have to do their maintenance. You know, that's the one I was talking about is that it looks like somebody mixed the wrong fluid in the wrong uh, reservoir. And, and that's exactly what had to happen because the the... The fluids, the two fluids that are mixed mm-hmm. in there, are they're completely separate uh, in the vehicle. So they should have never been able to be combined by, you know, um, uh, something going wrong with the vehicle. Somebody actually had to do that. Yeah. And it's not worth it. You know, they try to do it themselves, try to save money, and now they are going to put a lot of money into it well, to exactly. undo the damage. And, you know, the, the thing about uh, if somebody has a question, we are more than glad to answer any question or help them in any way. Mm-hmm. If they had a question on what kind of fluid that they needed or where the fluid goes, we would be more than glad to, to actually take them out to the car and show them. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, you know, the other thing that I was thinking, too, especially after the holidays, and we know people have spent more than they probably should this past December, is that they're starting to get their credit card bills now, and they're getting hit with maintenance items. You know, the maintenance items don't go away. Well, uh, how true. But then again, um, also at the same time, without doing, without planning and, and, and scheduling and, and keeping up with it, uh, not doing your maintenance can cost you even more. It sure can. And, and pe- people tend to overlook things such as fuel filters and things of that nature. The fuel filter stops up, and then uh, it puts un- unnecessary stress on the fuel pump. And they say, you know, now we're replacing the fuel pump. Mm-hmm. So we went we went from, you know, a few dollars to several hundred dollars. They yeah. could have been avoided. And they're more than that now. And you know, another thing too, uh, restricted fuel filter can trigger false codes like an oxygen sensor being lean. That's not. I, I, yeah. It also affect it also affect gas mileage and the running of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. What would you tell uh, everybody, Jimmy, that they should do with their vehicle, especially well, in the think, winter? I, I think the greatest thing they can do is educate themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think being educated is the is the the key to keeping your car working, uh, 
the most inexpensive and the longest you possibly can. And that's by knowing, knowing what the services are that are required and when to do them and have them done, you know, in a timely fashion. See that, guys? It's just not me. <laughs> it's, it's all of us, all of us professionals in the industry. You need to do your maintenance, please. It's going to save you buku bucks. Just think of the money. Well, you know, it's, it's the old saying, pay me now or pay me later. And it's a lot less expensive doing it, doing the service. It sure is. It really, truly is. Well, thank you, Jimmy. Thank yes, you. I, yeah. I thank you so much. And we appreciate it. And we'll talk to you very soon. And, you know, it's very true. You need to keep up on your maintenance. And like I was talking with Jimmy that, yes, we had somebody in there very, very recent. And they thought that they were going to help themselves by topping off their fluid levels. But they didn't know what they were doing. And unfortunately, they mixed and matched the wrong way. So now they're going to be spending thousands of dollars on doing the damage that they did by not being sure and putting the wrong fluids into the wrong orifices. For an example, for whatever reason, they put brake fluid in the power steering fluid reservoir, and that brake fluid will do horrible, horrible things to the rubber components that are not designed for brake fluid. And um, you could actually even see the power steering lines, the rubber on it, starting to puff up because it had that brake fluid and it was permeating that that rubber that neoprene bad bad news and very expensive and no power steering no steering and a huge huge safety factor and they mixed and matched something else but um, we won't go into that what i'm just trying to say is listen to jimmy listen to me if you're not sure have your asc certified technician top off your fluids Top off your air pressure, pick a day, one day each month, come on in, have it checked over, have it topped off. This should be a free service. If somebody's trying to charge you for this, you need to find another shop. And remember, always try to find an ASE Blue Seal shop or your manufacturer dealership to do this. You need to have an ASE certified technician take a look at this, and you'll be in great hands. In fact, before now, you should have already had an established relationship with an ASC certified technician. So uh, remember, maintenance, maintenance, and what did I say? Maintenance, that's right. So let's go on to our automotive history lesson. You know, I really enjoy doing the automotive history lesson, and this week is something near and dear to everybody's heart, the heater core. How we love that heat in the engine, that's right. And what is a heater core, you ask? Well, a heater core looks like a miniature radiator. And, of course, the radiator was developed back in the mid-1800s over in Europe, and it was to displace heat. And we've got a little miniature one that they developed, and they put it underneath the dashboard. And keeping all the theory and all the technical jargon out of it, basically, when you ask for heat in your car... You either press a button or turn a little switch, a little potentiometer, and you can get heat. Well, you know, it wasn't always like that. It took until the mid-50s before they started seeing heater cores in the car. And before that, I remember hearing stories of my great-grandparents taking my mom up to uh, 
Wolverine, Michigan to visit, and they would travel in the wintertime. And to keep warm in the vehicle, my great-grandfather would put hot bricks from the fireplace that he had stoked in there and got them good and hot and would wrap them in towels and put them in the passenger compartment and to warm it up so it wasn't so frigid, so cold. You know, they had a little heat for a little while at least. Thank goodness we're past that, right guys? Because let me tell you, it can get pretty cold out there and we've been spoiled through the decades and we really enjoy our heat coming from that heater core underneath the dash. And that's this week's automotive history lesson. And if you're just tuning in, this is Car Care for the Clueless. I'm your host, Pam Oaks. And this week we're talking about maintenance. Oh yes, we're beating maintenance to death because you need to have this done and we have some horror stories for you. Why you do need to take the time and effort to make sure your car is in perfect working order or just about perfect working order. And of course we have our cheap car care tip. We have our automotive history lesson up and coming. We have Peter Sudak, our gadget guru, is coming up with another economically priced gadget. And of course, we have our trouble service bulletins and our email question of the week. So let's get back to the show. Okay, moving on, we're going to talk about our cheap car care tip of the week. This week, we're going to talk about something actually my great-grandmother introduced me to, and it's called Murphy's Oil Soap. We've all seen it in the grocery stores and the box stores on the cleaning aisle. Murphy's oil soap. Well, guess what? You can use that to clean your car, too. As a matter of fact, I'm bringing this up because, personally, I forgot all about it until a customer came in a week or two ago and reminded me that they had this nasty residue on the dash. The kids were in there. They had a lollipop. It got stuck on the dash, and they couldn't get it off. It was just, ew. So I told them to take some Murphy's oil soap so it wouldn't damage any of the uh, vinyl on the dashboard. It worked like a charm. Cleaned the dashboard, and he said that he actually went through and he did the rest of the vinyl seats in the car with the Murphy's oil soap. Remember, before you put this on your leather seats or on your vinyl or what have you, read the directions because it only takes a little bit to make a lot of suds with this. And we don't want you guys having foam all over the place from the oil soap. We want you to be very, very careful using this. And let me tell you, it cleans it right up. It is absolutely amazing. But remember, a little goes a long way. We just don't want to have suds coming out of your car later on. So that's Murphy Oil Soap, cleaning up the car, cleaning up the interior. And take it from my great-grandmother. It really works. And let's get on with our trouble service bulletins this week. We're going to be concentrating on Cadillac, and we're going to be talking about Honda. And let's start with the Cadillac. First on the Cadillac, the 2010 through 2011, the CTS, the STS, the STSV, CTSV. All these Cadillacs, they're having a recall. Yes, it's a recall, and it's bulletin number 10201. And that's 10201 from General Motors. And they have an update for bolts that actually are connected to the drivetrain to make the car go forward. They have a recall on these bolts. They want to replace these bolts. They want you to keep on moving forward 
So I highly recommend if you have one of these vehicles, again, the CTS, the STS, STSV, CTSV, to get in touch with your dealership for this recall. This is a recall. If you hadn't received your recall, make sure that it just didn't get lost in the mail and that you are or are not included. Again, contact your General Motors dealership. Well, let's move on with the Honda Accord. The six-cylinder Honda Accord and the Honda Pilot 2010 to 2011, they are having an issue with bolts as well. And this isn't for the drivetrain to make the car move forward. This actually has to do with the steering. And they are very concerned with this. And they want you to get in touch with your dealership with Honda Recall number 10Victor640000. It's for a strut mount bolt and spindle nut. And this is very, very important because this has to do with your steering. Honda wants you to keep on going down the road straight along with the rest of us, of course, driving next to you. And get a hold of your Honda dealership and make sure that you're not one of the ones under the recall. Because it's always better to check than to guess. And we want everybody safe out there. Again, that's the Honda Accord and Honda Pilot 6-cylinder 2010 and 2011. So let's go on to some better news and talk to our gadget guru, Peter. Peter's got another interesting gadget for us this week. Hey, Peter, this is Pam. How you doing? Hi, Pam. How you doing today? Good. You know, before we start on your gadget this week, I just want to let you know that I had two people email me and tell me, that they were going to get that device that you put behind your ear for while right. you're driving so it, you don't fall asleep. So, oh, you know, good. yeah, that was that was a pretty good gadget for under five bucks, too. I mean, how could you go wrong? Yeah, safety for five bucks. That's a good deal, and yeah, definitely. That's, oh. that's fabulous. Yeah, I just wanted to pass that on. So what do you have for us this week? Well, I got something for you for people who are... In a hurry or have a tendency to lose their keys, misplace them, whatnot. People misplace their keys? Lose their keys? Oh, yeah. You, <laughs> we've all done it. Even me, I'm guilty of it. But you too? I eventually remember why I said them. <laughs> uh, what it is, it's a two-piece deal. You just hide one piece of the gadget, like, say, it in a drawer in the house somewhere that you know where it is, where it's real common. Mm -hmm. The other piece you attach to your keys, and if you're hunting around, you're just like, poop, where are my keys? Like, when you're looking for them, you can't find them. Right. You go to your magic drawer. Okay. Pull pull out the other piece of this gadget, hit it, and it sounds like a car horn going off. It's obviously not that loud. Right. But you'll hear it like a little car horn going off. And it helps you locate your keys in the house. Just follow the sound of the horn, and you'll find the keys in the house, and you'll say, yeah, that's where I left them. That's pretty slick. And you're on your merry way. I could have used that with, uh, well, not the dog I have now, but the dog I had before, Cassie Pup, for 12 years. And she would not want you to leave sometime, and she would grab keys and cell phones and... uh, yeah, I could have used that back then. <laughs> she did. She really did. She'd actually go into your purse. She knew what she was looking for. She knew the keys and the cell phone were priority. As a matter of fact, one time she grabbed the cell phone and 
she hit one of the speed dials and they heard the whole thing, me chasing her through the house, trying to get my <laughs> cell phone back. That's another story. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's but, true. But I wasn't talking to China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you know, <laughs> I could have used the that key finder. You know, the whole uh no pun intended, the whole key behind this is not to lose both pieces, huh? Uh that's true, yes. You gotta have make yourself a mental note. That's where the second piece is, because if you don't know where the second piece is and you forget where you put your key, you're and to be, you're in trouble. Kind of be in big trouble. Yep, you sure would be. You're gonna so, be going nowhere real fast. So, how much is this gadget gonna put us back? Actually, this is pretty reasonable. Eleven ninety-five, and you can you can get them online. Really? Yep. That's not it's bad pretty, at all. That's, no, that's pretty cheap for if you're in a hurry and trying to realize, you know, save them it because you forget your keys and. You know how it is. Oh, yeah. Life life is a big rush nowadays where, you know, years pass. It used to be a lot slower pace. Everything's a lot more fast-paced now, and everybody's in a hurry. Everybody's forgetting their keys. And And now you can find them. That's right. For $11.95. yeah. So you get this at auto parts stores, box stores, things like that, you mean? Yeah. Good deal. So you hear that from Peter, folks. Eleven ninety five. That would have helped me uh, quite a few years ago trying to locate my keys where the dog had hidden them. But uh, <laughs> if you have one of those canines like that, you're in luck. For uh, the mere cost of eleven ninety five, you too can find your keys in a hurry. Yep, that's right. That's a <laughs> true story. story. I'm dog. telling I you, like she, that one. it's a, a true story. One. She'd do that to me. Well, Peter, thank you, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right, sounds good, Pam. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I have a real interesting email question this week. And um, actually, they just, they didn't sign it, but they do have their email address, which I won't give out over the air. But it goes like this. Dear Pam, I've had several issues with my vehicle, and you've been talking about maintenance. I actually went in to have the fluid levels topped off, And they gave me a list of things and I didn't know that the coolant was leaking and I needed tires and which one do I do first? Hmm. Well, unfortunately, I'm not there to look at the vehicle, but I can tell you that you need to be safe. And this is where it's so important to have an ASC certified technician that you can rely upon, that you trust, and the Blue Seal shop or dealership to back them up that they're going to tell you the straight skinny and tell you what you need to do with your vehicle first. For an example, if it's a simple coolant leak fix, you need to do that because you don't want to ruin an engine. And at the same time, you talk about tire replacement. Well, you know what? You got to be safe on the road. You have to have good rubber on the tires. So it's a really, really tough call. Um, If you don't take care of the coolant system well you're not going to need the tires because the car is not going to go anywhere and on the other hand if you don't take care of the tires you're going to slide into something because you don't have any traction and therefore the engine's not going to be running because you're going to wreck the car 
So you really need to talk to your ASC certified technician and find out what's actually going on with your car and have them prioritize all these uh, items that you were mentioning that they have to take care of. As for the tires versus the coolant leak, you need to do them both, unfortunately. Like I said, you can't have one without the other to make the car run properly. And those tires are a huge safety factor. Remember, you always have to have great sneakers on your car because uh, that's what's going to get you to point A to point B safe and have those safe in your vehicle and those people around your vehicle safe. And your cooling system, you can't afford to have that overheat. So it sounds like you're going to be doing both of those. Again, get with your ASC certified technician and have them prioritize any other items that they might have mentioned. And good luck to you. And I hope we hear back from you. And this time, give us a name. But I thought this was really important to uh, discuss since this is our last chapter on maintenance for a while. Had you done your maintenance beforehand, you would have known about your tires and coolant leaks. That you have to have a crystal ball to predict a coolant leak, unless something's just really obviously in disrepair. But maintenance, maintenance, maintenance. Remember, doing your maintenance, you would have known about your tires. And that would have saved you and you would have been able to prep and save money to replace those sneakers. So please, maintenance. I can't say that word enough. So thank you for the email and thank all of you listeners for tuning in this week to Car Care for the Clueless. I'm your host, Pam Oaks, and we appreciate Jimmy being on board and talking to us about maintenance, of course, and our history lesson, keeping us warm. Our cheap car care tip from my great-grandmother, please remember just a little of that Murphy's Oil Soap, trust me, goes a long way and oh, it's going to make it look so nice too. And for those with Cadillac and Honda, get a hold of your dealership and make sure that you're not under that recall for those models that I talked about. And our email listener, I hope that helped. But, you know, I'm just telling you the way it is. I know you don't want to hear it spending that money in your car, but you got to do it to be safe and not to break down somewhere. Again, I'd like to thank our sponsors Continental Tires, Continental Tires. If you need sneakers this winter, ask for Continental by name. And let's not forget Jasper Engines and Transmissions, 100% associate owned. If you're in need of an engine or transmission, ask for Jasper by name. And for those of you who love to read, up and coming, I have a new book coming out in about six to eight weeks. It's Car Care for the Clueless. Successful Used Car Buying 101. Yes, if you're looking to purchase a used car, this is the book for you. It gives you the ins and outs and what they don't want us to know when we're buying a used car at the used car lot and how you can prep yourself and save a lot of money and be extremely happy with the choice that you pick out. Again, that's Car Care for the Clueless. Successful Used Car Buying 101, and it's going to be out very shortly and in a bookstore near you. And remember, the whole premise behind all of this is to make you a savvy car care consumer. Take care, and until next week. 
Thanks for joining us today. Please make sure to come back next week for another edition of Car Care for the Clueless. And don't forget to look for Pam's book, Car Care for the Clueless, or How to Make Money While Maintaining a Vehicle. You'll find it on our website. Just click on the icon Host Website right in front of you on the webtalkradio.net page. See you next week.